Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Sinead O'Hara podcast. This is a place where you connect with your heart, connect with your angels, where you raise your vibration and become the best version of you. I'm so excited to talk to this beautiful guest today. I can already feel so grounded with her energy in the space. This beautiful soul is a Reiki healer. She's a tarot reader, a psychic. She's an empath. And what I love and was intrigued about her work is that she really helps people to uncover any blocked energies and stopping them from being the best version of themselves. So I see a little mirror here with her and I in our work. And it's just so lovely to welcome her energy onto the show. Her name is Amber Doyle, or you might know her as Amber Moon Holistic. Amber, you are so welcome to the show today. How are you doing? Thanks so much, Sinead. That was such a nice introduction. I'm doing great. The sun is shining in Galway, so I'm in a great space today. Oh, God. Well, shiny here at Wicklow, so hopefully that lasts. I don't know what, I'm actually sitting here. I'm sitting here with a blanket over me because I'm absolutely freezing. I went out for a sunrise walk this morning and I can't get the heat into me. I've had a hot tea. I've had two hot teas and I've had a, I had, had to get back into the bed and just do some work under the covers because I was so cold, but I still haven't heated up. But anyway, anyway, we'll heat up now in a second when we're channeling, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm I'm just after having a coffee, so I'm good over here, but I totally hear you. It's very cold outside. Shall we drop in? I actually feel our gorgeous guides and angels coming in straight away, and they're hearing one word, one word, one word that wants to come through. So I already kind of touched on it in our intro. Um, I know I mentioned that you've got, you do psychic readings and psychic ability, you have psychic abilities. What is the difference between psychic and medium? So with psychic, it's your living energy. So... What I would say to people is it's the energy that I pick up from past, present and future from the person that's sitting in front of me. So I might pick up on their work situation at the moment. They might be in the mood for a leap of faith. Um, they might have things going on in their uh, personal lives with their love relationships, their family. Um, and I would pick up on their energy. When I when I also tap in sometimes to mediumship but I'm not as comfortable with it actually yet. So that's something that I'm learning to unblock myself. Uh, with mediumship, then that's speaking with spirit. So to be honest, when I'm working with people, the downloads that I get are from the angels. Um, and then I'm also picking up on their energy when I'm working with them at Reiki. And how did you come about to realize that you have this gorgeous gift where you're connecting with your angels and your psychic ability where you can read and pick up on energies? When did this start for you? To be honest, I was a total skeptic <laughs> years ago. Um, I was I wasn't very in tune with uh, my intuition or my empathic abilities a long time ago. And then I suppose over time, I just um, started to open up. I went to different psychics, different mediums, and that um, definitely piqued my interest. And they kept telling me, "You have the ability. You have the ability." Uh, you will be doing work like this. And I suppose to me that just kind of hit home a little bit and planted the seeds. Um, and then it was actually during COVID, I just always felt like um, I wanted to help other people. I worked in marketing and event management and I was working in a corporate job. And I just felt like something was amiss that I was meant to be helping people. And that's when I decided I was going to study Reiki. It just was a download. I felt like I was meant to work with um, in holistics in that sphere. And that's when I started. And once I walked into the room, I knew that I belonged there. I just felt really at home. I felt that it was my calling. It was just very profound. 
And I suppose that's where I that's where it started. I I was starting to work on my abilities, and I felt like I did I did have something there that needed to be um you know I needed to awaken it. But I was a little bit uh, skeptical in the lead up to it. So uh, yeah, it was it's been a journey. <laughs> It's so interesting. I always say I'm I'm the opposite. I've been seeing angels since I was a child. I like I've said this a million times. I always say I was four, but my parents say younger. I just personally don't remember that. But um, so it's always been a thing, and I kind of had to hide it and like you know growing up, I'd say things, and then I'd have to hide it in my teenage years and whatever. But why I wanted to say this is because I always find it so fascinating when people start to remember, like what you just described. You just felt call to these readings they were just calling you it was guiding you on the path so there's a little voice there and it's your intuitive voice that's guiding you hang on a minute it's time to remember your gift and we all have that and every single person listening here today you have that gift like this why you're drawn to me in my work it's why you're drawn to amber in her work it's why you're drawn to this podcast is because you have this beautiful gift so when you really started honing in on your psychic ability what was that like a little awakening like for you how did you know that you were starting to tune in? To be honest, it just felt right. Um, I got my first tarot deck, <clears throat> excuse me, during um, COVID. And I just started working on working from there, um, just on my own intuitive hits. And then I was getting my housemates and my family and my friends. And I just felt like I could tell a story that I was very, tuning in to people that I didn't know as well so I take on uh, friends of friends and everything and I just knew things that they probably haven't told anybody um and I suppose it was just going from there I just needed confidence um I definitely lacked confidence a little bit at the beginning until I found my own voice when I went to study Reiki I was one of the strongest in the class with psychic with psychic mediumship abilities um so I was writing pages like a4 pages of uh, downloads um when I first tuned in and I think that gave me the um, direction that that's where I was meant to go. I suppose it was just confidence building for me. And it really felt like it was the right thing. As soon as I started tuning in and I had that confidence and belief in myself, but also trusting in spirit that they would come true for me, that I wouldn't be left dangling. Um, I think that's where it all really, really kicked off for me. And it just felt right. I don't know how to describe it other than that. Um, it's nearly like the voice in my head was correct with its assumptions of the cards and with its uh, painting a picture and everything and then yeah I just felt that it was my calling and I loved seeing people learning something about themselves learning um, that they did have the ability to go after what they wanted that they would find love I think that's my favorite part of working with clients is that I can tell them something that they're worried about is going is going to fade away and um, that's always been really nice for me once I started being able to do that it's uh it's definitely been my favorite part of the job since I can really feel a strong woman's energy beside you like this is this is hereditary like this is definitely passed down through the mm. lineage from you I don't know if you've connected with this person but like she's just showing me like there was so many herbs like she's very um old wives tale like really working with the earth like very shamany but like also very light um do you know what I'm talking about I can really feel her strongly behind you <laughs> I'm not too familiar. There's a lady called Bridget that constantly comes up when I when I attend mediums. Um, so I'm not sure if it's that lady because she's a con consistent person beside me, but I'm not familiar with her. Uh, it probably isn't my grandmother because um, 
she was she was spiritual, but she didn't practice. That's hard oh. to know, but I I don't I don't I don't pick up on that lady right now. But that's really nice to know that there's someone with me. <laughs> this woman doesn't feel like you would consciously know her. Like it doesn't feel okay. like you've known her in this mm. lifetime. It feels like she's I don't know if that's Bridget that people have said before, but it feels <laughs> like there's been some past energy where she's she's just working through you and helping you remember. But it's definitely hereditary, as I feel from you. It's lovely. It's a lovely sensation. Can I ask you then a question, right? So. You know, I know um, a lot of us want to develop our intuition, develop our psychic abilities and really work with developing our connection. How would you go about describing that to, you know, you know, anyone that wants to start to tune in? Like, I know it's hard to explain the knowing, but maybe what mm. techniques do you think that they could do to help support them in remembering their own intuitive gift? So I am actually um, looking at that to do a workshop um, on awakening intuition because I think it's really important I've had a lot of clients that have came to me that have got their first tarot deck and that you know I know that they're meant to be going down the spiritual path and that they also have um, the abilities and the the incredible insight but they don't have they're not tapped into their intuition enough to really um, believe in themselves I think so I think a lot of the time for me is actually just learning to trust your inner voice I think a lot of people are really gifted but like me at the beginning, you can question yourself, you can question um, the inner voice inside your mind. And I think a lot of the time when I work with clients, I really focus on your mindset, your um, your ability to really trust in your inner guidance and your spirit rather than let the ego creep in and start to to um, dilute what you know. And I, that's the knowing is is the inner voice. So when I'm uh, speaking with clients and I know that they want to go down a similar road to to what I've worked on, I really work with their um, with their in like listening into their inner voice, and I just tell them you need to just go within, allow time during the day to meditate, to be silent, to be at one with yourself, and really trust your inner voice and start building up on that. So start making decisions from your heart space rather than letting the ego creep in and constantly uh, reroute you. Um, and I think that that for me, that was the main thing was starting to listen to myself. Um, and then it's just daily practice. I Like, I suppose um, when I work with clients, I like to give them little practical insights into what they should do daily. So work with cards, with oracles, like even with the angel cards, they're a nice way to build it up. Tarot is actually quite daunting when you begin it because a lot of it is perception. So a good way to start is with angel cards and with oracle cards that you can start to tap in and trust spirit and trust in your inner voice and to know what the what they're trying to communicate with you. So I suppose for me, it's just actually tapping in and giving yourself some time during the day to be at one with yourself and to believe what's coming through is actually accurate, that you don't have to question yourself all the time. So that to me is listening to the inner voice and starting to awaken your intuition. Um, and then just practices like um, meditation, journaling, um, any grounding exercises. Breathwork is amazing for clearing the mind. I just think we're so busy these days that it's really hard to just sit with yourself. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong when they're trying to practice. They uh, depend too much on holding a crystal or having this um you know this big routine but a lot of the time it's actually just silencing the mind um and that's really for me the most important thing when I'm working with clients I think there's some lovely little uh, techniques that you just said there as well and you know sometimes when I hear this time and time again I don't know how to meditate I sit there and all I'm thinking is doing about my thinking about my to-do list or what I want for the dinner blah blah blah, blah. 
And I think we need to remember that your mind is never going to stop. Like when it's when you stop, you're dead. And that's just being blunt, right? It's never going to stop. But what we have to remember is to really recognize um, how your energies are, like where your thoughts are going, the pattern, the same thoughts that are arising. And it's to just be in the witness, not in the participant of the thoughts, it's be in the observer. And then when you sit with that and the longer you sit with that, you actually come back into that beautiful center and you'll go, oh, OK, I've listened to all that now. I've listened to the noise. Now I can be. And there's a gorgeous app that I often share. It's called Insight Timer. It's a lovely app where you can download. And what I always say, you know, if you are starting to meditate is perhaps like set yourself a timer on that. You can use like sound on that. You can use guided meditations on that as well, just to help you start to train the muscle because it's a muscle. And something you touched on as well that I liked um, talking about the intuition versus ego too, which is so important. And I actually said this, I was teaching Rahani at the weekend and I said to someone, they uh, said to me that they they get so annoyed when they don't listen to intuition and then they do the opposite and then they realize they should have listened to the intuition. So I said, why don't you start taking notes about your intuitive hits and then go about, do what you want to do, whether you want to listen to it or not. And then you realize then you should have listened to it and then go back and write down what your experience was. And by doing that, you actually start to build the confidence, if that makes sense, to actually what the intuitive hit was. But we have to remember that the intuitive download or insight or that gut reaction is quick. And then the mind will instantly take over and be like, OK, let's relive the day or let's go into the day. What's going, what's going to come? It's like I always say, you really know how you feel by the what the second you wake up in the morning is your true self before your mind has the time to go and reflect on yesterday or think about today. So it's in the instant, it's in the instant moment that we need to start training that muscle to tune right in. And that's the key, right? Before the ego has time yeah. to question and doubt yourself. Yeah, I say to clients, so when they have to pick cards, so I'll lay out a lay out all my different decks and I'll just say, okay, pick the cards that you're drawn to. Everyone always questions it. They scan down the cards, they try and read them. And I'm like, no, you need to do it now. Like the, so like split second, as I said, your eye will be drawn to the one that you that we need to work through and um, that'll have the messages in it for you. So I suppose um when working with clients, I suppose I've trained myself to make decisions quite quickly. But that's that's really it. It's just tapping into your gut instinct and knowing the first answer is usually the correct answer. And then if you start questioning it after that, it's the ego creeping in. Um, and a lot of clients as well, when they're trying to make a decision, they come to me because um, they can't make a decision. But the decision's already made in their own mind, but they're just not um, they're not sitting with it. They're questioning it too much and it's getting away from their soul journey and what they're what they're meant to be doing or what they feel like they should be doing. So we always try and kind of tap back in and figure it out for them. Lots of people, when they come to me for a reading, they already know what we're going to talk about. They already know the answers that I'm going to talk to them about, but they just need me to be a sounding board back to them, a little self-reflection tool, I think. Absolutely. I, as I always say, a healer or psychic comedian should never tell you something you don't already know. Like if they yeah. start telling you something, especially a healer and a psychic, if they ever tell you something you don't already know, Got to question the energy here, right? We're all mirrors to each other. That's the point of it. But you mentioned earlier on about breathwork being such a good way, a tool to just help you kind of just be in your body, be in your, in just coming back to yourself. Is there any little practice that you'd like to share with us today just to maybe help us to tune in and just to connect with our own body, our mind, our breath, ourself, and just to be in this little practice? So normally when I'm running an event, um, 
I'll do a body scan. So when I work with clients, um, I've started training in uh, Bateco Method breath, breath Work, which is incredible. Um, but when I'm working with clients, I'll normally do a body scan. So we'll start with the with the breathing exercises and Can go down do to now? the body. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I'd love to do I'll it. Do, I'll, do a, I'll do a little condensed version. <laughs> I don't want to take too long. Oh yeah, let's do let's do a short yeah, one because yeah, I think definitely. like I, I think I said at, at the start, Amber, I said I know you you know how it work now. I'm not the what to do, I'm how to do. So let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Of course, yeah, perfect. Okay. Lovely. I'll go okay. back and let you guide. Thank you, Amber. No problem. So I want you to breathe in and out, nice and soft and gentle through the nose. Just connect in with your breath. I want you to really feel that the mind is starting to calm with every breath in and out. You're starting to feel relaxed in the body. And I want you to breathe so soft and so gentle that if you had a little white feather sitting at the tip of your nose, it would barely move. I want you to feel the rise and fall of the chest with every breath in and out. Now you can take a body scan from the top of the head all the way down to the soles of your feet. Just to check in and ask your physical body, how do I feel today? Do I feel calm and relaxed? Am I feeling tense or tight anywhere in the body? Is there any heavy energy sitting on me? And as you breathe in and out, I just want you to connect in with the physical body. Breathing into any places that feel discomfort or pain. When you're ready, you can release any discomfort, any tension any anxiety from the body by breathing in and out three times nice and soft and gentle in through the nose out through the nose setting our intention to release from the physical body and next we're going to work on the mind and I want you to connect in with your mind and I want you to think about how your mind has felt lately. Has there been any anxiety, stress, worry, any doubt, any fear? Has there been anything troubling the mind that needs to be released today and let go of? Just connecting in with yourself. Because in order to receive, we need to first release. So we're letting go of anything that doesn't serve you anymore. And when you're ready, I want you to breathe in and out three times through the nose. Nice, soft and gentle. And with every breath out, you're releasing anything that doesn't serve you from the mind. 
And now we connect in with the heart space. And I want you to put your hand on your heart if it's safe to do so. I want you to connect in with the emotional body, with your heart space. And check in and ask yourself, how do I feel today in my heart? Is there anything that's been weighing heavy on the heart? Any situations past or present or worries about the future that need to be examined and looked through and let go of. Is there any emotions that need to be released? I just want you to identify them in your mind. Anything that you're ready to hand over to the angels today. To release, to let go of, to move on from or forgive. And when you're ready, I want you to do three breaths in and out. Letting the intention to release anything that doesn't serve you from the heart space to let go of any negative emotions that are suppressed in the body. And now I want you to pick a word that'll sum up 2024, a positive word. Could be strength, could be confidence, hope, love, Something you might have felt you lacked in 2023. Something you want to see more of in 2024. With every breath in, I want you to imagine that you're breathing it into existence and it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger and starting to come into your reality. And with every breath out, you're starting to release any roadblocks, any tension, any overthinking, any fear, anything holding you back from your true potential. And when you're ready, I want you to come back into the room, knowing that we've just done a very powerful release We've let go of anything that was holding you back and keeping you stuck so that we can move forward to receive. That was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Amber. I feel so zen and so. Do you know what? I've actually <laughs> I warmed up. I just noticed that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for guiding us through that. And I know, um, yeah, it's just such a beautiful way to pause. Like we always say that we, as you said earlier on, that we, you know, can be so so busy, and it's just in the sacred pause that we actually get to witness how we feel, how we are. And the true sense of the feeling of our hearts. So thank you very much for guiding us through that. Um, I no pro- no problem. I actually could feel our um beautiful angels coming in, and um 
they invited me to ask you just for curiosity how do you feel them how do you receive them the angels um so I would normally feel really cold so my body goes really really cold when um I'm near any angelic sensation I also normally see sparkles <laughs> coming down from the ceiling um, or sometimes I see kind of a, a light like an outline but it's not um it's not an obvious person or anything like that that's normally how I would see the angels are how I would feel them. I um, actually, when I was studying mediumship, um, I realized that I'm clairsentient. So I really feel the emotions. So if there's a spirit present for somebody in the room, I'd normally feel all the emotions that the spirit is feeling. Um, I can pick up on the sensations that they felt maybe before death um, or just kind of if they were ill and things like that, I would feel all those kind of feelings and sensations um, rather than sight a lot of the time. So a lot of it mostly comes through in feelings and clairsentience. Um, but it's really interesting when 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 they're in the room, it's nearly like I'm an ice block. I can't warm up <laughs> at all. Um, so that's normally how I how I would receive them. Do you know I now I was like, why are they asking this question? And now I know why. And I think <laughs> it's so bloody powerful that they just asked this because I'm the total opposite. I go oh. like a sonnet. Remember, I just heated up now because I could feel it coming in. But I have just heated up. And I think that's so funny. And why they're asking this question is because when we are trying to connect with our intuition or learning how to connect with our intuition, should I say, and opening up our intuitive muscle, we should never compare to how another person does it. And I think this is why it's coming in so strong is because you need to learn, you know, I'm speaking right to everyone that's tuning in today. You need to learn your own sensations on how you know you're connecting. So for me, I know I can feel angels always coming into the left side of my body. And they're like coming in with a warm hug. And how I see and know who's coming in is I see them through color first. And then I instantly know who it is. And then boom, I can see them as, a, as I'm looking at you. They see them. I see them with my mind's eye mainly and how I'm looking at you. And then uh, they'll give me the whole spiel, whatever needs to come through. So I really think it's so important to really recognize your own intuitive gift, because as we've just explained here, Amber and I both connect with angels, but both in very different ways. And I remember I was at an event with uh, Kyle Gray a few years ago. And, uh, you know, Kyle Gray? Yes, yes. I have some um, of his, uh, his card decks. He's so, oh, he's just a ball of light himself. He's so lovely. But I was at his event and uh, we were guide he was guiding ever through a little meditation and um I start seeing an angel I can't even remember actually but it was a I saw this golden light coming in anyway and an angel with wings and he said he described the exact same thing as I did his angels just didn't have wings he never sees angels with it with wings but I only ever see them with wings and this is really important as well because your angels and your spirit guides and your you know your energies will show up based on how you're willing to receive them so I just think it's so clever that they ask that and I wonder why but now I know is to remind us all that how we perceive and receive is based on what we're a ready for what we're be willing to receive and then how and or for our highest good really as well yeah I also uh, find it easier to script when they come in so what goes on in my mind when I write it down I find it easier to express what they're trying to say to me or what they're trying to say to the client so scripting is actually um a good way for me to to download all the information through through written words which isn't the same as as other people it's true more tr more so connecting through spoken words so I suppose yeah it just depends on depends on um 
how you connect. So it is really interesting that everyone does it differently. I don't know why I'm seeing this, but as you're saying that, I keep seeing you with the, like a feather and a quill, like, you know, the quill, <laughs> old style writing with ink. Like you have you drop the quill into the, the ink pot. Do you do that? I feel no. Like you should. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe, maybe uh, I can do a calligraphy course or something like that. That's what's coming into my head when that comes in. That's so funny. Uh, but, but that's very fancy. Thank you. <laughs> I just keep seeing this like real, like, you know, I have a tarot deck and it's so old. Oh my God, it's nearly fallen apart. And there's one card in it. And I feel like I'm trying to look for the deck, but I feel like it could be like the King of Pentacles or something like that, right? But it's like that he has got the quill in his hand and he's writing and he's expressing. It's like, let the energy flow, do the work, like see what's there or whatever. I don't even know if it's the King of Pentacles, but yeah, anyway, I just keep seeing that with you, which is so interesting. <laughs> Maybe we should all get a little feather quill and go back, go back in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Amber, you mentioned workshops. What's coming up? How can we connect? And what are you offering over the next few weeks? Yes, so I'm always really busy now at events, which is great. Um, I actually am from an event background. So I've worked in marketing and event management and weddings for years. So I'm happy now to be able to marry the two, uh, the holistic side and the events. So I do a mixture of events. So I do different workshops at the moment, which are normally um, either just myself with the Reiki healing and I work a lot with breath work and with gratitude journaling and everything like that within my my space um and then I also work with a yoga instructor called Robin Yoga and she's amazing so we have this really nice connection um where we decide what we think the energy is requiring so what we think our clients are needing what we feel is coming true in the energy of the collective at the moment and we have a fabulous map of events in the next while so I am doing an intensive heart healing workshop that's at the end of the month and I'm very excited I ran that before and it's incredible it's so powerful and I just absolutely adore heart healing work so anything to do with heart healing just um I just always find it so amazing and incredible and it benefits everybody whether it's healing group from grief a heartbreak um looking after yourself and self-care and starting to believe in yourself I just think they're amazing um, I also have one called The Empowered Mind, which is all about where you focus on, that's where you go. Um, so a client said to me recently, um, when we were talking about mindset, she actually said something really powerful. She said, you can either focus on the road ahead and get to where you want to be, or you can focus on the ditch and end up there. And I thought it was just amazing. Um, so I've stolen her line, and I just think it's the most incredible um, way of looking at mindset and perception and uh, where you focus on that's where you end up so I am really trying to bring back an empowered mindset and just show people that by changing your mind you can change your life and uh, by changing the internal you can start to uh, change the external in a positive light and we're also working with the power of presence which is being mindful and being present in uh, the everyday actually being there in the room with yourself connecting in with yourself so a lot of our themes uh, for the different workshops and evenings and retreats that we're doing, they just center around practical everyday life um, thing like little uh, tools for your work belt that you can take out at any point and start to use them like different breathwork techniques, different body scans, journaling techniques and that side of things and yoga movement to actually have tools in your tool belt for whenever you feel stressed or anxious or worried or you just feel like you're having an off day 
that you can go back to that tool belt and you can use it. I suppose um, that's what we're really trying to do. We've also created a women's circle as well for the modern day woman, blending practicality with spirituality. Mm. So that's really important. And I know that you've touched on that before as well, Sinead. And that's why I really like your teachings because they're grounded in reality as well, which is really nice for anyone um, who's trying to expand on their spirituality, but still uh, wanting tricks for everyday life to help them. Yeah, I love it. And I, I think you just hit the nail on the head, even with everything that you said, you need to make it, make it practical. You know, it's that's what it's having a, like we're spiritual beings in a human existence. We have to have the balance of both. Do you know what I mean? And I think if you're trying to do X, Y, and Z in spirituality and it's not fitting into your normal routine, it's just never going to work. It's too much pressure. It's like a to-do list. You don't want to add more onto it. It's just being. So they all sound gorgeous. They're based in Galway, are they, I assume? Yeah, at the moment it's based in Galway, so Galway City and County. I actually am looking at coming down to Limerick in February, so that'll be announced soon on my Instagram. And I have my site set a little bit further afield going um, around Ireland, just at national events, just because I want to, I, I miss being on the road <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I'm used to being on the road all the time with event management and weddings, so I think that uh, both my personalities in uh this year a little bit more um with everything that I love to do I'll be a very happy girl oh gorgeous well I wish you all the luck in the world not even luck I wish you all the heart opening in the world for that it sounds absolutely beautiful and I know that you'll help and support so many people Amber it's been so lovely talking to you today thank you so much for tuning in and for sharing your gorgeous light and um yeah for helping us today to just really tune into our body into our heart so thank you so much for being here thank you so much for being here amber thank you so much Sinead, for having me i really appreciate it it was so lovely to meet you today and i really um i was really delighted to be able to to come onto your podcast well thank you i'm going to tag all of your details here in the show notes so that people can find you and if you know they're galway based or they're near enough then they might want to come and tune in to any of your beautiful ceremonies that you've just mentioned today thank you thank you thank you and i look forward to hopefully seeing you in person soon thank you so much for listening to the sinead horror podcast i hope you enjoy the insight and wisdom that came through today perhaps you learned something about yourself and i'm so excited for you to discover even more if you want to tune in to more episodes please subscribe and if you want to find more out about this particular episode or any guest speaker that we've had on the show or will have on the show you can find out more on www.sineadahorror.com and of course you're welcome to submit a question or maybe a topic that you'd like me to cover. Remember, this podcast is for you. See you next week.